morning, gorgeous. How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're all doing wonderful. I'm your host, Dr. Daff, and you are listening to a Feminine Impression Podcast. Today, we have an episode of the Dr. Daff Talk Show, where we have a special guest named Tiara, who wants to talk a little bit about her masculine behaviors in her relationships. I know this is something that so many of us can relate to and really need reminders and guidance in this area to be the feminine women that we aspire to be in our relationships. So I want you to go ahead and sit back, relax, get something to drink, get something to write with, and let's talk about this. Hello, Tiara. Hi, Dr. Daph. Welcome to the Dr. Daph Show. How are you doing today? Doing good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. You look so stunning. <laughs> I love your outfit and your hair. So cute. <laughs> Thank you. You too. Thank you. So where are you calling in from? From Houston, Texas. Oh, from Houston. Nice. Did you grow up there or did you move there later on in your life? No. So originally I'm from Louisiana, small town in Louisiana. And then um, I joined the military. So after active duty, I moved here to Houston. Oh, nice. That's great. So you're Southern Belle, Southern girl. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. So why did you want to come on the Dr. Dab show? What is it that you wanted to share or just talk around? Well, first, because I've followed your channel maybe for about a little over a year, maybe around a year now. And I just really loved that you covered femininity from a biblical perspective. I read several books about it, but to hear it from a kingdom woman perspective was very refreshing because I try to be very mindful of like where I'm intaking information from. Um so that was the main reason because I just kind of trusted, you know, what's behind the information that you give. And I really enjoyed your content. And then, so as you stated, I'm a Southern girl and I have found that in um, many of my dating relationships, I sometimes get the feedback. It's usually not directly, but that I can be intimidating. And I'm not necessarily like um, an aggressive woman. I try to be very like, you know, mindful. And I love being able to be a woman and being treated like one. But I think, I guess I'm trying to find like the fine line between independent and intimidating. Um, Obviously, when you're a single woman, You don't want to wait around forever to start doing things and making sure that you know how to take care of yourself. And then with my military background, I remember talking to my dad recently and he was like, I don't think you realize how that in itself can be very intimidating to men. You know, I own my own home. I, you know, I take pretty good care of myself. I learn how to do, I'm pretty resourceful. So I learn how to do most of the things if I don't know how to do them. Um, and I guess I try to find the fine line. I don't know if it's the type of men I've dated, Uh um, or if it's, you know, little things that I can do to just make a man feel like there's room for you. And I, I can appreciate whatever it is that you can offer. Like, I don't want to be independent. I want help. I want marriage. (laughs) I will submit, but just, 
you know, you have to do those things in time. And, you know, sometimes when you're dating, you get really comfortable with that person, Mm -hmm. but they're not permanent person until you are you know married so it's kind of like you try to keep your independence but at the same time you want the other person to feel comfortable like I there are places where I do need you and value what you bring so I guess um, my main thing was just kind of trying to understand how to balance you know those things I completely understand that's that's a great question I think a lot of women probably could use some help in that area. Because like you said, when you're dating, you want to make sure that you are independent enough to take care of yourself. But you also want to make sure that he knows that he is needed. So that is, that's a great question. But I want to ask before I answer that, what kind of men do you typically see yourself being like the most attracted to? Do you feel like you attract the men that you want? And if you do, what kind of men are they? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. So... I think now I do. Mm-hmm. I think before I'm attracted to like a more laid back, like very kind. Um, I can't deal with like huge egos and pride. Like mm-hmm. I like a very kind, humble man, like literally a surrendered man, a man that's been broken. Like I think because those are the things that you actually have to live with now. Being that I'm a Southern girl, I do like a little thuggish, ruggish, you know, a little <laughs> that too. I definitely like a man's man. Yes. But it's just what you have to live with every day. Like, I, I really appreciate a man that has a good heart mm-hmm. that isn't just kind of like all about appearances. I think that in my past, I have attracted um, men that really cared about appearances and like, You know, based on your social media, it looks like we could be like this power couple thing. Mm -hmm. But then the reality of who I am and who the person is doesn't work because I think I wasn't who they thought I was based on how I appeared to them. How did you appear? think just super ambitious like into appearances which I like to look nice Mm -hmm. but I'm not one to like post on social media you know every time I go somewhere every time I'm dressed up Mm -hmm. like I'm just not I just like to hang out I like to have fun I like to laugh um and I'm not so much about like capturing every moment on camera and um i also think if this isn't i'm very intelligent okay (laughs) and i think that sometimes that honestly it feels like it's a a place where the intimidation may come in Mm -hmm. um i i can recall in like a relationship before like me getting really excited about something that i learned and the other, you know, the guy at the time just kind of like shutting it down. And I think it was because he didn't know as much about it to carry the conversation. Right. You know what I mean? So like those things, like I may appear to be like, oh, you know, I like to work out or trying to get back into it now. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff like that. But like the reality, I'm very like down to earth, I think. And, you know. 
I don't think it really matches who I appear to be. So that seemed to be an issue sometimes. I see. It's tough. Now, when you're dating and you're the kind of woman that you are intelligent, beautiful, you're accomplished, you have your own home, congratulations. You, know, you worked in the military. And I mean, you have so much experience in so many different areas of life. You've had to learn how to be so disciplined in your life and how to take care of yourself. And yes, you do need all of those skills, but it's really going to be a matter of how you do it. I don't think it's okay for you to completely change who you are in order to suit a man's ego or to be able to be with someone. You will be able to find someone who has what you're looking for, but you do have to be very, very conscious of how you say things, how much you're talking about it, um, and realize that you have other people in your life. Your man is not going to be the only person that you talk to. So for example, like let's say everything about the, the guy was great, that you learned something and you wanted to share you know, with him and everything was great, but that was kind of a, an issue. So you would want to tell him because you learned something. I mean, you should tell him. That's great. But maybe you wouldn't go on and on and on and on if you're noticing that he's not reciprocating um, any any accolades, any attention. Now, if he has internal issues and he doesn't like you learning things, that's also a red flag. But if it's you kind of going on and on and on and on, that can become intimidating depending on what it was that you learned. If it was something that was considered more feminine or if it was something that was considered more masculine. So um, that's something just to be aware of because yes, normally it's not just him. Even if you were telling a girl, if someone is excited about something in their life, people normally think about themselves and they think, do I have that? Do I know that? How come I don't know that? How come she knows that? And, you know, I mean, people do that naturally on their own anyway. Uh, so depending on what it was, it's just more about monitoring how you, how you say things. And I don't know if you are the type to tell them in these things, like, I'm very intelligent or I own a home. Like, is it something that you share with them when you're dating them? Okay. You don't, because that sometimes comes up in conversations, you know, where you're getting to know someone and you start telling them about yourself and all of your wonderful traits and these things kind of slip in sometimes, but it's good that, that you don't do that. That is good. In your life, I think what will be really important is for you to be yourself but also magnify their strengths. Even if it's the little things that they're doing, making a big deal out of it. What I've seen with a lot of women who are very successful, maybe had to be in their masculine to be able to get those things and are proud of them and don't want to lose that or downplay anything, is that when they're with men who maybe don't have as much or aren't as intelligent or aren't as even um, educated, maybe they're intelligent, but maybe they're not educated, these women have to do a lot more kind of like clapping for, for him with very, very little things. Like if he has new information that you didn't know, it's like, wow, how did you learn that? How do you know so much about that? That's amazing. And it's, it sounds like it's really cheesy, but these are the things that really make him feel like he has something to give to you. And even though you are independent and you can do those things, it's important for you to learn how to do those things, but it's important for you to let him do those things. Even if right. it's something that you know you can do and not only letting him do it, but acknowledging the little things that he does do and then thanking him for it. I don't know how you speak when you speak with 
the men that you date, but you know, people change their tone of voice depending on who they're talking to. And that's normal and you probably should do that. But what kind of tone of voice do you use when you're speaking with your um, partners? Because the reason why I bring that up is because being in the military, you've had to learn, you were trained to be a certain kind of way. They molded you to become the way that they needed you to be for that service. That doesn't just go away. And those are very masculine traits that they're instilling in you for a purpose. So there is a lot of determining when you're going to act in a certain way, when you're going to use a certain tone of voice, um, because that can just come off as intimidating if it's very sharp, if it's very intense. Um, a lot of softening is probably going to have to happen with just your delivery in, in regular conversations, especially with the kind of man that you probably want to be with. So how is your tone? Is that something that you've ever considered? Um... I try to be very mindful of how I speak to men um, as far as like people that I'm dating, mm -hmm. just because it's like, I know that certain things by themselves seem intimidating. So I try not to add more of that with my delivery. Like I, try, sometimes I feel like I'm like overly delicate with mm -hmm. how I deliver things just to make sure and I think I'm that way in my friendships as well it's like just making sure not to offend yes. people um especially if I'm saying something that just what I'm saying could be taken the wrong way or could be offensive mm -hmm. just making sure that I'm like softening it up a lot <laughs> <laughs> that's good <laughs> yeah I don't think I've ever been told necessarily that like the way I talk uh -huh. to people is an issue. I don't, I can't recall that necessarily being an issue, okay. um, but I do try to be mindful of that. Right. So when you were feeling like you were having some masculine traits that were coming off in your relationships, what were the things that you were noticing about yourself that you felt you needed to work on? Well, I can say like, you know, years ago, like just kind of the attitude of like, I don't need you to take care of me. Okay. Or even, um, I have been told, like, stop offering to, like, pay for, for this. Or, like, stop trying to help me <laughs> pay for something. Yes. And I stopped doing that. That's good. <laughs> your last relationships that you've had, like, your most recent ones, did you feel like you were being treated the way that you would want to have been treated as a woman? Or do you feel like... No. Okay. Okay. What do you think? Was, what would you have wanted from those relationships that you weren't getting? Oh, this is so vulnerable. Um, and it doesn't have to be like the very last person. It could just be like in right. your last few relationships. Yeah. I think just in general, just more like tenderly, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm, a pretty sensitive person so just treat it like I'm a sensitive person yes <laughs> just yeah. more like you know loving and affectionate um because sometimes I think and I've noticed this just even being in the military um that sometimes when there's like between the interactions between like a man and a woman and the woman comes off strong even if she's not overly aggressive but just like I can hold my ground mm -hmm. when I'm dealing with, I have to take charge or have any dealings with men 
it's like men are like extra aggressive in how they handle mm-hmm. that woman as opposed to a woman that was very, you know, dainty, very, you know, not as assertive. And I definitely do still want to be assertive, but I don't want that to like signal for you to like buff up on me. Like I'm fine with taking the back seat. I'm fine with, you know, you being the one to lead. But I find a lot of times that men will like want me to lead or ask me to lead stuff. And it's like, I don't want to like, I'm like, it's because I need to be because I'm not married, Mm -hmm. but in a situation with you, I want you to take the lead. So it's either someone like giving that leadership back to me in situations where I don't want to, Mm -hmm. or a situation where men are like, I don't want to say overly, because it's not like that, but just like, overly aggressive to like prove like I'm in charge and it's like it's cool you can be in charge I'm not trying to challenge you yes okay that makes sense I understand now so this is something that it's gonna be a a process it's not gonna just happen overnight because you're gonna start realizing when it's happening more and more and I want you to pay attention when it's happening with your friends with your family members because you may not be dating anyone right now to even practice this on. But you are going to have to work on being more vulnerable. If that's something you said, you're very sweet. And I'm sure you are. And that's probably why you feel like you have to protect yourself so much. But that vulnerability is a trait that men see. And then in turn, want to protect, want to be softer, want to help. It's not that they believe that you cannot do it. But... In their heart of hearts, they know the women who actually truly can probably do it because they know your character, but you've done such a good job of making them feel so needed that they may even doubt (laughs) if you can do it, which is a good thing. You know what you can and can't do. You know, it doesn't mean they need to. That's the key. If you know that you can take out the trash and you can take care of all your bills. If you know you can, you know you're capable, but you can convince them that you aren't, then who's winning? What does it matter if he thinks that you can't take out the trash? Like, does that bother you that he thinks that you can't pay your bills? Does it bother you? I mean, for some people, it does bother them. They want the man to know that they can do everything because maybe it makes them feel like they're more of a whole person if he knows or maybe a better candidate for marrying if he knows but it's about him knowing the things that he cares about as a partner as a wife those are the things that he's going to want to see and want to know all the other stuff he doesn't care about and if you can take out the trash if you can pay your bills that's great but if he thinks you cannot, it really doesn't matter. It only really benefits you because he's going to be more willing to do those things for you with joy because he feels like he's fulfilling a role that you can't or don't want to fulfill. So, for example, 
taking out the trash. Like No one likes doing that. Men don't even really like it. But they know that getting a little dirty is not going to bother them. It's, it's heavy. It smells. Like They understand that a woman probably doesn't want to do that because it might mess up her dress. If you get your nails done, like doing things like that can ruin your nails. All of that kind of stuff, they, they think about that. And if you're a woman who puts your yourself first, not in a sense where you're self-centered, but in a sense where you care about yourself. So let's say you're trying to open up a, a can of something and you realize your nails are kind of getting scratched and you tell him like, can you please help me open this? After a while, what you're gonna notice is that he's gonna stop you from doing little things. Like, oh no, no, I don't want you to mess up your nails. He's gonna start being conscious of the fact that you take care of yourself, you, you don't want your things getting ruined, you are okay with loving everything womanly, and you prioritize that. He's going to prioritize that too when dealing with you. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is a virtual counseling service where you can schedule phone or video sessions. It is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. It is a worldwide service and can help you in areas such as depression, anxiety, anger, trauma, and other concerns. Everything that you share is confidential, professional, and affordable. You can check out their testimonials on their website daily. And note, this is not a crisis hotline. I want you to live a life where you're full of happiness and hope today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off of your first month by visiting our sponsor, betterhelp.com feminine. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash feminine. So it is going to take you being vulnerable. And I know that that is very difficult for people, but I think that there is a small piece of like, I would even argue it being called acting that does have to come in sometimes in order to make relationships work where you know that you may not really feel that compelled about something, but maybe you'll make him feel like you do. So if he, let's say he spoke to you very harshly, instead of snapping back at him and saying like, you don't talk to me like that. Don't nobody talk to me like that. My own mama don't talk to me like that. You know, that kind of like gut reaction. Instead, you would kind of like get really sad and, and he might say like, what's wrong? It's like, you hurt my feelings, you know? And you might think that, oh my gosh, I can't do that because then he's going to know he hurt my feelings. Maybe he didn't really hurt your feelings that, that much, but he hurt them a little bit. Instead of you snapping back and instead taking on that more feminine role of showing your emotions and letting him know that what he did hurt your feelings, that's, gonna, that's the kind of behavior that softens a man up because he doesn't want to hurt your feelings. And most people are not going to say that. They're just going to have an attitude, not talk to him or snap at him and not to like just bring him in and then just like make him pay, but allow him to say, oh no, what did I do to hurt your feelings? Oh, you know, like you yelled at me. 
And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do... But that, like, it's that dynamic. It's that balance of those two energies. So if he's being really overly masculine, it's because he's feeling like he's competing with you. And he has to take it to the next level for you to get it. Um, but he won't do that. He'll actually come down closer to you in terms of his behavior if you take on that vulnerable role of being honest, but maybe being honest more so in a feminine way. You know, like, I don't like it when you yell, you know, but not like, I, I don't like it when you yell and I'm not going to tolerate that. I'm not going to deal with that. If you yell at me again, you will not be hearing, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Maybe good in, in certain situations, depending on what he did, if it was something very extreme, then you do have to go there. But that has to be saved for the very extreme things. That can't be the default. Even though you want to be assertive, being assertive is not a priority in your relationship. That's a priority maybe in the workforce, when you're trying to negotiate something. But being assertive really doesn't have a good place in a relationship in the male and female dynamic and that masculine feminine dynamic you don't really need to assert yourself as much as you as much as you think you need to just being vulnerable and telling him what you want and showing him how you feel or telling him how you feel focusing on the feelings like it, it makes me feel really really sad when you yell yeah that's exactly how i communicate that's how you heard i'm Okay. Yes, definitely. You hurt my feelings. When you said that, it hurt my feelings. But you now, but even though you're saying that, you sound aggressive. That doesn't right now. Yes, it doesn't sound. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, you're saying it's what you're saying is vulnerable, but how you're saying yeah. it is not vulnerable. It's like, right. oh no, what's going to happen now? Like, what is she going to say next? Is she going to like yell at me? No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not a, a yeller. <laughs> I'll definitely, I think I will admit to like shutting down and just like not talking, just getting very quiet. Mm -hmm. And I know that that can kind of read as passive aggressive um, just to shut down and not say anything. And then later on, like, Hey, well, when you said this, it really, it hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but I try not to say anything when in the middle of me being upset. So that's where mm -hmm. the shutdown, me being completely quiet comes from. Mm -hmm. And then later on, cause I'm processing like, okay, am I just being sensitive or mm -hmm. am I making a bigger deal about it than what it is? And then later on, I'll say, hey, that hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. So that that can work. That can work depending on how you're saying it, depending on who you're dealing with. But if you are truly looking for that masculine man who is going to like honor you as a feminine woman, if you really want that dynamic, there really does need to be a shift in in how you do things and how you say it. You're gonna have to pay more attention to it. And it can literally just be your facial expression. A lot of feminine type of uh, behaviors tend to be a little bit more like childlike behaviors, that innocent childlike instant reaction. Like when you hurt a child's feelings, immediately they're, they're immediately, like you see it on their face, yeah. like what's wrong? 
right? But it's not in a, <laughs> it's almost funny sometimes, right? Like you, you laugh at them. Yeah. There's, it's like a very animated. Very adamant. It's like, what is this, right? But that takes the edge off a lot of times. It takes the edge off. It takes the edge off of you because you might even end up laughing or, you know, you know you're in this role and it takes the edge off for him so he's not coming at you in this like super defensive mode ready to have a, a, a back and forth. It's like, okay, yeah. let me comfort this girl and find out what's wrong and then dropping it as soon as possible, but something really minor. Definitely the passive aggressive, like you were right, that's not the way to ever go because that tension ends up becoming a pattern. And then what you find is a lot of times he may end up saying, you know what, I don't even want to know what's wrong with you. Like, I don't even care. Like you are always getting upset or it, it just builds up and it's just so negative. It, it steals your time with the person. If you're out, it's something that could be talked about and dealt with right then and there. But then it's like the whole night gets ruined. Um, and so you lose time with that as well. And you don't want to have a lot of like bad memories with the person, a lot of fights with the person, um, just in terms of like when you're dating, when they think of you, it shouldn't be like, okay, this, this is how this person behaves when they get upset. Um, so I know what you're saying. You want to be able to think about it and reflect on it, but sometimes it's just about getting it out that you're not you're not happy with whatever he did. Maybe you're wrong. Maybe he's wrong. It doesn't matter. Like your feelings were hurt. Even if you could have said something in a, in a different way and maybe it was all you and none of him, it doesn't mean that you weren't still hurt and you can honor those feelings in that moment. But it's really about how you say it. Now, there's different, women are all different. We all have different personalities and how we say things. A lot of things that you're going to find is that the more soft you want him to be with you, the more soft you're going to have to be as a person. That's really just how it goes. And you may think like, oh, that's so stupid. That's so silly. Like, I don't want to behave like that. But the most feminine women are the most vulnerable ones. Like, they really don't care about how he sees you. So if he's like, yeah, like getting upset, raising his voice, not like being aggressive, but just getting a little more elevated than he needs to. It's like, oh, I can't believe you're yelling at me. I'm so little. Look at you. Like you're so big. Your, your voice is so loud and mean. And, and it's kind of like showing him that dynamic of I'm so precious. I'm so little. I'm so vulnerable. I'm so sensitive. And look at you, this big man yelling at little old me, like, it puts it in his mind that he's a man and what he's doing is, is not okay and he needs to stop and you are not a person who can handle that. It helps him also feel masculine because you're reminding him that he is a masculine man, that he has these characteristics and that you're a soft feminine woman and you can't handle it. It's something that takes time, but I really want you to work on that because unless you're getting feedback from someone, you're really not going to know what you're doing. Right. What I would say is try to find women that you consider feminine women and that are, are in relationships, are married, and watch how they are with their husband. Watch how they talk to their husband. Watch how they act when their husband does something that they don't like. And pay attention to that. You're going to see what it is that I'm talking about. You're going to see the difference. Now, obviously, when they've been married a very long time, they can do a little more and it's like, okay, this is just who she is. But in the in the first, you know, few years, 
you're going to notice how they how they react to things. The last thing I want to say is just also keeping trying to keep a a joyful spirit. You seem like a joyful person. You know, you have a smile on your face. You're gorgeous. Very goofy. <laughs> you said, well, you're very goofy. Okay. Very goofy, yes. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, but so keeping that joyful spirit up as much as you can, but making sure that when you're playing around with him or when you're goofing around with him, it's not in a, it's not in a mas- like a masculine way. Like he may want to play because men like to play, but as soon as it gets a little bit too <laughs> aggressive or a little bit too much or he goes a little bit too far, like stopping it right then and there and redefining that role again. Um, because maybe you can handle a little bit more because you're used to being around men. You're used to being around masculine men, especially being in the military. It's not, I don't think it, it, it strikes you the same way it would someone who isn't. But you have to remind him that you're a delicate woman. And that can only happen in moments where you literally stop what's going on and make that role obvious. You know, but in a really yeah. like sweet way, with a smile. You know, and 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 not in a I'm a mama and I'm yelling at my son type of way. Of course, yes. But I feel like you've come a really long way from where you started, and I I think that if you're willing to embrace just softening more, even more than you are, because it, it can it can always get a little bit more, and if you are okay with a man who really is going to be able to lead you because you may not be able to be comfortable you may not be comfortable with that you may want that but your personality may require being with a man who is more laid back truly and more passive more in his feminine he will not (laughs) he will not be able to give you what a masculine man will give you but he will allow you to literally just do do you and and just be there and be fine with that. And for some women, they're okay with that. But at some point, they, they do usually end up becoming angry or disgusted. Right. <laughs> but the only way you can actually be with a, with a truly masculine man is if you're willing to be more vulnerable, more vulnerable with your feelings and more vulnerable um, with your interactions with him and not right. worry about how it looks to him or not worry about you really like giving so much of yourself. If you notice that this is where I want it to go, you are going to have to give some of yourself. It just comes with life. And as you do it more and more, you'll start to notice who is a good person to do this with? How much should I be giving? But you won't be carrying any resentful energy whatsoever. They, they should never even know you've had relationships that didn't work out. Every relationship was fabulous <laughs> as, far as, their, as far as they're concerned. And just you're just a happy, wonderful, fabulous lady living her life and happy with the man that, you know, just makes it better. Yeah. I think that you're on the right track 100%. And I know you'll find him. I absolutely know you will. You're stunning and accomplished. And there are a lot of men who are looking for women who know what they want in life and are are pursuing it so i don't think you're right. a problem yeah i'm confident in that too just trying to scale back in some areas and just be self-aware for sure yes yes you are you are you sound like you know yourself this last year it sounds like you've been you've been working and just pray and just know that god is going to continue to help you if there's an area that you just know you need to work on 
ask him to show you your areas of of need and the areas that you need to grow more in and how to help you become more vulnerable and he'll start doing it you'll start seeing situations and you'll say oh this is what she's talking about let me <laughs> let me rewire this a little bit he'll start to yeah. show you pray about it absolutely thank you you're so welcome well thank you so much for being on this show i know so many women are going to be able to relate to this and seeing you is definitely an encouragement so thank you so much I just want to thank Tiara for being a wonderful guest on the Dr. Daff show and sharing the different things that she's experienced in her relationships. We all have different things that we've experienced that add to the woman that we are today. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. We all have to learn from our experiences and from the experiences of others. There are so many of us as women that are just afraid of feeling like we're leaving behind our independence. And it's tough sometimes when we've built up this person that we've aspired to be and feel like we have to make ourselves small just to be in a loving relationship. There is sort of a dance that you are doing and it's something you're going to have to figure out in your unique relationship. However, you must, must know that if you aspire to be with a truly masculine man, you must be in your feminine. It really will not work any other way. Unfortunately, a lot of us ladies do end up settling for men who live more in their feminine energy because we cannot let go of that control. Or sometimes we just feel like we're losing our independence. And that's really not the case. We were never meant to be independent of one another. We're always meant to be interdependent and leaning on one another for different needs. So I encourage each and every one of you to take a look within and think about things that you've experienced in your relationships. Sometimes there's things that we just can't see that other people sometimes have to point out to us because we're not able to look at ourselves objectively and see that maybe we are a little bit abrasive or a little bit guarded and we need to kind of let down some of those walls for the right person. But one thing is for sure, a man is never going to feel like spoiling you, giving to you, loving on you if they feel like you don't need it, that you can do without it, (laughs) that you're fine without them. They need to feel needed. They need to feel inspired to give you that feminine affection you are craving. Masculine men do have it in them. They have a lot of it inside of them that they're ready to give you, but they'll only do it with women that they feel safe with, that they feel will truly nurture the energy that they're giving to them and appreciate it. So I want you to think about that and definitely pray about everything, everything. Give it to God. Ask the Lord to soften you, to help you to be more warm, more open, and more loving. Ask the Lord to highlight the areas in your life that you need to work on, the areas that are stopping you from being in the relationships that you desire. He will start to show you as long as you're open to receiving it. 
I love each and every one of you ladies, and I thank you so much for taking the time to be here and listen to this podcast. This month, September, is my birthday month, and so I am going to be uploading more often. So please, please, please make sure to listen and make sure to share them with anyone that you think might benefit from this information. That is one of the biggest parts of being a truly feminine woman is being willing to share everything that you know with other women. If you would like to watch this particular episode, I have a link below where you can go onto my YouTube channel and watch this interview between Tiara and I. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at a feminine impression for feminine inspiration. And you can follow my personal page as well at Dr. Michelle Dapp. I love each and every one of you and I hope you have an amazing day. And remember, in all things you do, make a feminine impression. Until next time, my loves, this is Dr. Dapp. Bye-bye.